Hey there, welcome to another episode of Off the Cuff. Uh, we are back from our Thanksgiving break. Uh, we weren't here last week in celebration. That's not true. We just didn't have a good topic. <laughs> <laughs> so we took the week off. Uh, so good to be back with you. Uh, today we've got a topic that uh, we probably all think about at some point, but uh, is church becoming irrelevant? Hmm. Um, so, you know what? I'm going to kick it off to you, Bishop, first. Well, uh, and then I'll, I'll kind of do me two favors. Come in on telling what. Define church okay. and define irrelevant. So, if you look up church, uh, just the definition online, it actually says a building where people gather um, to observe like Christian worship. Okay. And then irrelevant is not connected or relevant to something. Today's church mm-hmm. is becoming very irrelevant. Um, but the church can <clears throat> never be irrelevant. Right. Um, if, if the church ceases to be irrelevant, we have lost the battle. Well, and, let's remind everybody that Jesus said that, you know, um, that he's built the church. Right. And that hell itself won't prevail against it. Right. So, I mean, in essence, the broad spectrum, you're not going to stomp out or stamp out the church. That's my point. Yeah. So, so the way things are done today, I think, can and is becoming irrelevant because we have made the church about a building and a service with music and preaching, good or bad. Yeah. Instead of the church being about the people serving to share the love of Christ. Yeah, because I think if you look at it just from your eyes, it can be very discouraging. Yes. Yeah. So, but, you know, that's the beauty of the Christian faith. It's by faith and not by right. sight, right? right. Um, <clears throat> but it's just interesting to me that you look and, you know, we're in the... Are we like deep south? Yeah. Okay. Pretty close. So we, you know, in our area, we have a bunch of little or smaller 50 to maybe 100 member churches. And then, you know, you have some churches that have thousands in it. Mm -hmm. And there's really no, either have 50 to 100, you know, four, six, five, six, seven hundred, and then thousands. Yeah. It's, it's a weird gap. Yeah, it's yeah. a gap. But um, and then you have these mega churches that have tens of thousands. Right. You know, uh, some are closer in our area too. So, um, so yeah, I agree with you. You know, um, what you think? I got some statistics and stuff here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hold it to the end. Okay. So what you think, Dizzle? Um. I don't, I don't know, like, I think the issue is that, number one, I think people are too busy. And so it's like you're, you're trying to plug in things that are most important to you. And if you don't see value in it, then you're not going to put forth an effort to be a part of it. Right. And so I, I don't think people genuinely see value in church sometimes. But it's, it's kind of their own fault, mm. you know, mm. because we don't look at the Bible and say, I don't, I don't think people realize a lot of the time that, God has like mandated the fact that we should 
gather together. Yeah, you said forsake not. Right, and and so you're technically if 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 we're following the Bible, aren't you technically sinning by not being a part of a fellowship of people yeah, gathering together to worship Him? And in Hebrews, yeah. So that was actually the passage we covered in our life group yesterday morning. So I'll read it not to interrupt, yeah. but this is the exact passage we covered yesterday okay, morning. We didn't talk about this. So. Let us hold tightly. Uh, this is Hebrews ten twenty three. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. That's exactly what we're talking about. When you look at that, yeah, when you look at that and you look at Acts chapter 2, and you see what the church is, the church can't become irrelevant because it's needful for Christians to live together in unity, harmony, and to present the gospel to the world. Yeah. But there's a difference in the way we present church today right. and the way Jesus told us to do church in his day. Right. Yeah, and, and I think we talked about it a little bit before we got on here, but it's, it's more than just being a part of a service. But it's more about being part of a community mm-hmm. where we help each other, we look out for each other, where we have friendship with each other. Um, where when you struggle, I'm struggling because I'm, I'm bearing your burdens with right. you. Um, we celebrate together. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And so it's relationship. It's it's because we're so busy that we don't take time outside of church to hang out with each other. Right. That's yeah. that's ultimately it. It goes back to just the hustle of this world and what we think we've got to do. Yeah. And what's most important to you is what you actually do. I'm a firm believer in that. True that. If it's important so, to you, you will make it happen. If God's important to you, then I think church is a part of that. Yeah. So. I agree. What'd you say, Buck? I think anything that's irrelevant is going against a standard. So if the standard by God's word is to be, you know, in fellowship one with another, um, and we go against that, then by definition, the church has been irrelevant Mm -hmm. it's the same thing as if i asked you know if i walk in here and i ask you guys is it raining outside and you say it's 55 degrees well yes it's 55 degrees but the question was was it raining (laughs) so i made you made a you made a a comment on what was actually in going on outside but it wasn't i asked if it was raining and by you saying it's 55 degrees yeah, that's true too, but it was totally irrelevant to the question that was asked, and I think that's what we do as people. We say Sunday morning, uh, man, we got Facebook, <clears throat> we got Charles Stanley coming on at seven o'clock on NBC, um, and I hadn't seen Charles in a while. And you know, we got all these different churches that come on, and we can turn over there to TBN and and check out a whole array of them. So, it does church become irrelevant? I think so. It just makes it where it's. You know, especially with these kids now. You know, they don't even they can get any message they want. I saw a thing on sixty minutes after the football game went off last night and the sixty minutes episode was about how powerful YouTube has become. Oh yeah. And yeah. if you wanna be able to I mean, if you wanna become a preacher next week you can do it yeah. off of YouTube. Yeah. You know, if you wanna learn how to build a house, you can YouTube. Yeah. And they were talking about they said that um every minute on YouTube, 500 hours of video is being uploaded. And they can't keep up with it all. Yeah. It's just 500 hours every minute. So, you know, we've become a, 
a YouTube generation is YouTube heard it probably yeah so the church house which is the definition you gave of a brick and mortar building where we go and 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 learn more about in our case Christianity then it's become irrelevant because there's so many other ways of these kids and even as you're fixing to say these different age groups changing yep just a thought Um, I think church has become like credit or bounty points has gone You know what I'm saying? Like, if I just show up just in time to be, like, a little bit a part of it, then I can mark off my list, like, I'm still a Christian. Or, like, if I I didn't get out of bed, but if I catch it on TV, then I'm like, I got that credit with God. We're good. I feel a little better about it. It appeases our conscience a little bit. Yeah. But that's, it's Mm -hmm. it's a heart issue. Mm -hmm. If you really are all in for God, then you're going to want to be a part of other people being around you doing the same thing you're doing. Right. So... So according to Gallup, the Gallup poll, um, they break it down into uh, traditionalists born 1945 or before, baby boomers born from 1946 to 1964, Generation X 1965 to 1979, Millennials 1980 to 2000. Um, The poll goes from 98 to 2000 and then from 2016 to 2018. So for traditionalists, the older ones, it went from 77% back in 2000. It's dropped to 68% as of 2018. Baby boomers, uh, 67% in 2000, 57% 2018. Generation X, 62% in 2000, 54% in 2018. And then millennials, uh, obviously in 2000, not available, but as of 2018, 42%. So across the board, it's dropped. Uh, Even with the older generation, uh, you could attribute that maybe to some poor health or something. But but the interesting thing, too, and I don't want to get into the money aspect of it because that's not really what we're talking about. Uh, Charitable givings as of last year is way up. And a lot of it is attributed to religious uh, organizations. Uh, Close to, I think, $200 So, um, but I pulled up CNN because there was an interesting report. There's nine reasons people attribute to not attending church. And these are uh, by percentages in the order. First, they practice their faith in other ways. Two, they're not even a believer. Three, church is not important. Four, haven't found a church they like. Five, they don't like the sermons. Six, they don't feel welcome. Uh, Seven, they don't have time. Eight, poor health. Nine, uh, there's no church near them, which we've got a church in a... Every corner. Yeah, in an ABC store on every corner. (laughs) So you can get drunk or find God anywhere you want to around here. But um, And then I just wrote down a couple of, of ideas just off top of my head that I've thought about over a period of time. We've discussed this here. We do it. We stream live now, so you can watch, you know, church from your in your jammies. Yeah. Uh, I personally think that's just lazy. You know, uh, I've talked to people that said, you know, we were woke up late, we watched it online, but it's not it's not uh, as personable as being there. Um, but just personally, I think overall it makes people lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me this. Let's just define that. What's the purpose of doing it on Facebook to you? 
Well, I, I think we as the church, we justified our minds to say, hey, we're in it to reach as many people as possible. And if that's the case, then let's don't complain that people are watching in, in their jammies. <laughs> you know, seriously. Um, but I think it goes back to what Buck said a minute ago. We're in that YouTube generation. Listen, I look at YouTube videos all the time. Yeah. You know, I'm, so I'm part of it. Um, I think we're just in a transition now to um, everything is um, is technical. You know, it's at the press of a button on our phones or tablets or computers. Right. Um, but I mean, it should be for people that just can't make it. Right. 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 I mean, sick, that's what it was intended for. That's what it was intended for. Or the random person that needs some Jesus comes across it. Right. And right. the next thing you know, they're actually in our service with us. Right. Yeah. So... But leave it to man to take something good and turn it into sure. something bad. Um, I, I personally think we're uh, in a culture now to where, and it, it kind of ties into what some of these people said, it's the reason they don't go. Um, are there a lot of boring churches? Sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, it's a personal preference, but I do think that God has a specific place for us to be. You know, I don't think we just church hop and then go, oh, you know, I just personally don't think we do that. Um, so I think it's become more about, we base our our um, Sunday experience, our Sabbath experience off of how well the message was preached and how good the music was. Mm-hmm. You know, did um, Jenny and them, you know, was the children's church lit? Yeah. You know, uh, and if those things weren't great, then our Sunday experience was a fail. Right. Well, my question to you would be, what did you bring to the table? Right. Because right. church is not about serving you. It's about you serving your right. local church. Right. You know, we've just got it backwards. Yeah. Um, well, we've become a consumer generation. And Charles Spurgeon even said, whatever it is that brings them to the church, you're going to have to use it to keep them in the church. And we've used consumerism. In all good intention, right, to bring people into church with activities, events, swag, where whatever it may be, bring them in. But that same sword is a double-edged sword, and we're we're really, I think, killing ourselves in a lot of ways because we're we're not we're we're not promoting the reason for church, right? The way we should be long term. To receive the results we want to see, um, we're going through a series on the church right now, which I hope is shedding some light to to our congregation as well as what's the church supposed to be about. Why is it important? How can you do it better? Right. Same time I listened to Tony Evans doing a series um, on prayer, and, and the one this morning related back to he said God never Jesus when he turned the, the tables over he never called the place of worship a house of preaching or a house of praise. He called it a house of prayer. And without the prayer, there's no power. And and we're spending so much time on preaching and praising, which are good necessities, that we're not spending any time on prayer. And so how is how are we supposed to see and receive the power if we're not spending the time in prayer? So, like you said, we've got things backwards. Right. And how do we fix that long term to make the church become relevant again? Mm-hmm. Is, is it may be another topic, but but I mean that's the key to changing this thing. Yeah, I think it's it's a matter of 
I mean, do we want our facilities to be nice? Absolutely. Yes. Do we want them to be modern and update? Yes. Absolutely. Nobody wants to have to go to the bathroom out back. You no. Know? But the answer to all of it is not more things or more um, better sermons, better music. I mean, all that stuff's important, but you just nailed it. I mean, God's got to be in the place. Yeah. You know, because that's where the power's right. at. It's not in us. Uh, I mean, yeah, the Holy Spirit's within us, but God's the one who changes the right. room, not us. Yep. It's um, the difference between a concert and a worship service. Right. Yeah. But right. it's turned into a concert. Right. Where right. I just watch you sing. Right. And I was a part of worship, but yeah. worship is active. Right. And there's been some good articles lately about that as far as, like, we're turning our church services into a concert. Right. You know, uh, and it was equated to Kanye. You know, now he's turning what was a concert into a worship service. <laughs> right. yeah. You know, so he's kind of got it yeah. right, and we got it wrong. But then, you know, the last one, um, and it's interesting because if you study social media and videos, and you want to reach an audience, you know, the the videos have to be, I think, <laughs> ten minutes or less, yeah. or you lose the audience, oh, yeah. or they don't even click on it. Mm-hmm. You know, so if that's the case, then we're just going to bore everybody. Because after 10, 20 minutes, they're going to check out anyway. But then the last thing, uh, and I think this does have some relevance, is I think overall uh, church or Christians are way too judgmental and a lot less loving. You know, I think people, um, I had a conversation with someone yesterday. I, I see a certain person, some and their church attendance is sketchy. But when I do see them, I don't go, hey man, missed you at church. You know, because I can tell in our conversation that there's a level of guilt in them <laughs> because they know they're not doing the right thing. So I don't need to compound the problem. Yeah, I just need to love them, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that'll go a long way. Now, am I saying, you know, compromise on the word and, you know, mm-hmm. wink at sin? No, absolutely not. But we don't need to beat them over the head with it either. Right. You know, I mean, there's two different ways you can go to someone who's not consistent in church. You know, um, dude, where you been? <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I thought you died. You know, and I can say that joke. <laughs> yeah. Or, man, I love you. Missed you. Good yeah. to see you. Yeah. You know, there's two different ways of right. doing it. Right. Yeah. And I, I think overall, church as a whole has done it wrong. Yeah. And people are just like, you know what? Um, I don't need that. So they they stay away from that. But they are, you know, for my heart and what I I think is true is one God does say gather together um, to worship him. But then there's there's that family Mm -hmm. aspect to it that you'll miss if you stream it. That's right. You know. Mm -hmm. Um, It's nice knowing, like, I'm not doing it by myself. Right. Like, I know you're struggling, and yeah, I'm struggling, man. and we're trying it's to do it. It's fellowship. Yeah. It's edifying one another. It's like cheer. It's like a team. Yeah. You know? Um, and then, you know, Lebanon blesses a lot of people in need. Yeah. You're not going to get that if you stay home. Right. You know, I'm not saying knock our door down for help, <laughs> but I'm saying if you go back to Acts chapter 2, everybody gave away everything they had yeah. to meet the needs of the <clears> people. Can I, can I read it? Yeah. All right. So, Acts 2. This is where what church should be, right? And I'll be honest. This is something that we talk about a lot, us for, and we tried. We've we've been trying to make this mindset shift in the way we do things, so that we can get back to that biblical 
point. Now the sheep got to follow. Mindset shift. I that did. Was, that was, was good, good, wasn't it? That was good. I, I was. I was thinking hard about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that was good. But 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 there is this aspect too that the sheep have to be willing to be led by the shepherds who are led by Christ so that we can make this thing happen. And in Acts chapter 2, all the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, fellowship, sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. All the believers met together in one place, shared everything they had, sold their property and possessions, and shared the money with those in need. They worshipped together at the temple each day, met in home for the Lord's Supper, shared their meals with great joy, generosity, and while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people, and each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. That's that's where the church isn't irrelevant. It is relevant. Right. That's the difference in a relationship. Society needs church. I agree. Totally agree. Yeah. That's the that's the difference in a relationship and religion. Yeah. And and you look at it and you go, man, I ain't selling everything I got to help somebody. But everybody's needs <laughs> Every, were met. Yeah. Everybody's. Yeah. So that's the power of community and church and fellowship and doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, that's what we're missing out on, you know, and. Shame on the parents who have said, you know what, we're just too busy. We'll watch it at home because you're teaching your kids right. uh, the wrong thing, I think. Agreed. Um, you know, if that's the case, next time um, ball season rolls around, you say, hey, you know, we're, we're part of the team, but we'll we'll cheer you on from the couch. Right. It right. don't work that way. Nope. You got to show up if you want to be a part of the team. That's right. You know, you got to put the work in. So... Um, is church overall becoming irrelevant? If you look at it from our eyes, yes. But I personally believe that God is doing something. Yep. And it may change. You know, God says his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. Um, does it mean just every Sunday if we don't pack the house, we're failing? It's easy for me to feel that way right. on Monday. But... God's way bigger than that, mm. you know, and church is way bigger than a building. Yeah. Um, now, I'm not saying neglect it. I think we should be here. But, um, and you, I think you hit on what we need to do as a whole is we need to pray. Yeah. And, um, you know, just get in on God's plan and see what he's doing. And, um, you know, don't wait for the world to come to church take the church to the world Definitely. I think that's where we feel we're waiting on them to just come knock at our door and say hey <laughs> yeah. we're here and yeah. it just ain't gonna happen that way yeah. it didn't happen that way Jesus said you he got sent to go out, right? <laughs> you got to you go got to get up out of here uh, you ain't got to go home but right. you got to go to somebody's, <laughs> you go to somebody's house <laughs> yeah so that's what we need to do you know um, stop being scared yeah and I'm not scared <clears throat> And uh, go out and get them, yeah. win them, love them. That's right. And bring them in, and we'll fill it up. So, uh, anything before we close out? That was pretty good. Hey, don't just don't just talk about it. Be about be it. Be about it. Yep, absolutely. So there you go. There's another episode of Off the Cuff. We'll see you back here next week, same time, different topic. <laughs>